All right, imagine a powerful guy who likes to regularly get his hair pulled or get Vaseline rubbed into his head every day or who relieves himself in public. How about one who carries loaded guns onto the Senate floor? I'm Patty Steele. Weird stuff about our presidents. Next on The Backstory. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Well, if we're being honest, we all have stuff in our lives that drive us crazy. Maybe it's a job, a difficult relationship, or love interest. Or honestly, it can just be the state of this crazy world we live in. For me, it's all three of those things at times. A lot of times it's not a big deal, but in the moment, it sure feels like it is, right? So how do you come to terms with those stressors and not let the negativity weigh you down? For me, therapy has always been a haven where I can open up, talk about what's eating at me, and trust that this person will be honest, understanding, and discreet. Therapy isn't just for folks who've had major trauma. It's for you and me, so we can be at peace and become the best version of ourselves. When I connected with a terrific therapist at BetterHelp, she asked some on-point questions, and I actually heard myself working through some of the issues I'd kept bottled up. What a relief. If you've considered therapy, I can't recommend BetterHelp enough. It's completely online, so it's convenient, flexible, fits your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a short questionnaire. You'll be matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no extra charge. Take it from me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Backstory today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot Backstory. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back with the backstory. Now, for the most part, we think of people that run our government, like them or not, as having just a little bit of decorum, right? But we all have our quirks, and our presidents have been no exception. President Lyndon Baines Johnson, a.k.a. LBJ, was a guy who never worried what anybody thought of him. One of his most unusual traits, if he had to relieve himself, he would do so no matter who was around. He was known to have conversations with men and women and just suddenly unzip what he called jumbo and do his thing. LBJ did it in front of staff, he did it while doing interviews with journalists, and he even did it while chatting with diplomats. Insiders say he often did it to gauge how people felt about him, actually invading their personal space in order to size them up. 
On one occasion, he actually took aim at a Secret Service agent's leg, drenching him, and the agent just stood there as if he didn't notice. Now, speaking of power plays, our eighth president, Martin Van Buren, was kind of a little insecure about his personal safety, despite having been in politics in New York State since he was in his mid-20s. When he was vice president under Andrew Jackson, he always brought a pair of loaded pistols into the Senate assemblies, claiming it was a precaution against the frequent outbursts of violence there. Apparently the Senate was even more exciting back then than it is now. Van Buren was kind of a weird guy anyway. He wrote an autobiography after he was out of office and never once mentioned in it his long-dead wife, despite having six children with her. Some presidents used competitive sports as a way to prove themselves, including Abe Lincoln, who's actually in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. In 12 years of wrestling, even while practicing law and early in his political life, he racked up 300 wins and only one defeat. Maybe his strength had something to do with how carefully he ate. They say he rarely had more than apples and grapes, along with nuts and occasionally a biscuit. He never touched anything to drink but water, and in the winter only, a glass of milk. Another healthy president was Teddy Roosevelt, who loved physical activity. He was big into boxing and even working out with weights, which, if you know anything about the early 1900s, was pretty unusual at that time. But he especially loved walking on stilts. When he and his six kids moved into the White House, every member of the family had a pair of stilts, including his wife. And Teddy and crew would walk through the hallways and even up and down stairs on their stilts. In a little less standard activity, there was our 12th president, Zachary Taylor, who treated chewing tobacco as a sport. He was only in office for 16 months before he died, but he was noted for his ability to spit tobacco juice, ew, and hit a target across huge distances without so much as a drop of that nasty juice missing either the spittoon or his intended target. Then there was president number seven, Andrew Jackson. He was a party animal and allowed the public to regularly drop into the White House for some raucous and pretty destructive parties. One report said he once had a 1,400-pound wheel of cheese brought in for one party and was gone within two hours. Jackson also was a big fan of cockfighting. He held those cockfights all the time at his estate in Tennessee, and once he was in the White House, he would clear out big rooms to set up an occasional cockfight. Yikes. No thanks to that. Uh, here's a weird skill. President number 20, James Garfield, not only was ambidextrous, meaning he could write with both hands, but he loved to show off the fact that he could write in Greek with one hand and in Latin with the other at the same time. Wonder if that even came in handy as a president. Now, one really odd president was number 30, Calvin Coolidge. He had been an avid horseback rider before becoming president. But of course, once elected, the Secret Service said, nah, no more horses. Way too dangerous. We don't want to lose a president who falls off the horse. He was brokenhearted, so a doctor friend rigged up what may well have been the first electric mechanical horse. And Coolidge rode it while in the White House three times a day. He claimed it was good for his liver. In addition to that, 
He had a decent head of hair, and every pic that you see of him shows it perfectly slicked back. Well, now we know why it was slicked back. It seems that every morning, while he ate his breakfast, he had someone rub Vaseline all over his head and threw out his hair. And finally, another president obsessed with his due was John F. Kennedy. He was noted for having one gorgeous head of hair. Well, it turns out he had a White House barber who kept it looking perfect. But word is, JFK loved to have his hair pulled really hard while he was getting it cut. Why? For relaxation, stress, and pain relief, and because he believed it would make his hair follicles stronger. Seems like it apparently worked. I guess we all have our little oddities, but most of us don't have to share them in the spotlight, right? I'm Patty Steele. The Backstory is a production of iHeartMedia, Premier Networks, the Elvis Duran Group, and Steel Trap Productions. Our producer is Doug Fraser. Our writer, Jake Kushner. We have new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. Feel free to reach out to me with comments and even story suggestions on Instagram at RealPattySteele and on Facebook at Patty Steele. Thanks for listening to The Backstory with Patty Steele, the pieces of history you didn't know you needed to know. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.